Wanted to dive into this because it's kind of not on the radar, but it could be very soon because two of the biggest federal public service unions are now threatening nationwide strikes if the government does not pony up billions in more money. And so PSAC, um, they represent around 120,000 workers. They want a 4.5% raise each year over four years. Pretty good. And the union UTE, which is... Um, under the umbrella of PSAC, they represent 35,000 CRA workers, the tax workers. They want 30% over three years. And then, of course, all of this is on top of more sick time, meal allowances, you know, because we're supposed to pay for their food, and they want to work at home after we bought them all sorts of computer equipment for millions of dollars. But they argue, you know, the workers can't keep up with inflation. But keep in mind, none of these people lost a cent during the pandemic. We bought them their office stuff, and CRA workers took the longest paid time off during the pandemic. So the question then becomes, does the cash-strapped Trudeau government told, you know, being told not to spend, do they hand over billions, or are we headed for strikes? It's an interesting battle heating up. Catherine Swift, president of the Coalition of Concerned Manufacturers and Businesses of Canada, also the former CEO of the CFIB, joining us because you know this issue well. Good to have you. Good to be here, as always, Alex. So I guess it's going to come down to what will be more important to the prime minister, uh, pay, you know, paying billions for, you know, very generous wages um, or losing possibly a big, you know, vote that they have come to rely on. Yeah, you're absolutely right. That's probably exactly the equation that he's got in his mind. Uh, I, I think we have to put this in a larger context, too. Since the Liberals were elected in 2015, we have seen massive growth in the federal public sector. It has increased uh, by about, um, almost in terms of the amount of dollars involved, it's increased uh, by about 50% the amount that we're paying. Mm -hmm. um, and, uh, and as you say, it's not just a money issue, it's a pension issue, it's a, they retire earlier, take almost twice the number of sick days, on and on and on. And this has been the case for decades. So, I mean, this isn't, you know, new information. Uh, and and uh, now it, it also, it, another interesting point was back when inflation was under control and was burbling around two and a half percent or so, they on average got an increase of about four and a half percent every single year. So, in other words, they were getting roughly double inflation back before pandemic and, you know, and inflation went crazy. And that, of course, isn't, isn't factored into this at all. We, we've known, and this isn't just federal, but we, we have had massive growth in the federal government. And by the way, if they went on strike, does that mean we'd have any more trouble getting a passport? I mean, yeah. <laughs> it's, yeah. the service level is terrible, considering they've had a, a, you know, an incredible growth in the number of public workers, and they're hiring more consultants, we, we know all the time. So, you know, our tax dollars are just going into the garbage can, it seems. And this is outrageous. And unfortunately, I have zero confidence that the Trudeau government will do the right thing for the 80% of us that do not work in government but pay for it and, and actually have a, a very moderate, if any, increase. And as you said in your introduction there, these are people that didn't miss a paycheck when so many did, uh, continued to get raises and bonuses through the whole pandemic when others were losing their job completely. And now we, we've got to, you know, accede to these ridiculous demands. It's some government somewhere has to stand up to this and represent the majority of Canadians who don't enjoy all these benefits and so on 
but they have to ante up for them because it's simply ultimately it'll break it'll it'll break the bank. Yeah, the uh, Fraser Institute just did some uh, studying on the data, and they show about a, an eleven percent, uh, you know, divide between the private and the public sector in earnings, and it's not going in favor of the private sector. Um, and so, there, you know, once upon a time, these are not jobs that would be higher paid than the private sector, but they have inched up ever so often because they have become such a huge vital. Uh, part of the voting base uh, for the left, and so that's why they 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 keep topping them up. But to your point about the, you know, the fact that the government didn't just expand the public service, but they also outsourced a ton of work that we pay the public service to do. It, it factors into, I guess, about twenty two billion dollars. So why are we paying consultants if the public sector is bigger and that is their job to do it? Like it doesn't make any sense. And then we're going to give them raises? Yeah. No. Exactly. Where is all this money going? Clearly not value for taxpayers. We know that. So no, this this I, I just find outrageous. And public sector workers will they'll try to outsource stuff because it means less accountability for them. And our I mean our government employees we saw this through the pandemic in spades that they have no accountability anyway. So it's hard to imagine sometimes how it could actually be any worse. But you know outsourcing something to a consultant if something blows up in their face they oh not our fault that was those consultants we hired. And uh, and so, yeah, we, we've seen, you know, terrible, terrible value. And like I was joking, so, sort of joking about passports, we, we're not seeing any good service. And this, others, this other thing in the headlines that the CRA decides it really can't be bothered to go after mm. $15 billion and change. I mean, what do we pay these people for? <laughs> I don't know, because they're not going after the Panama Paper people, and they're not going after people who are thought to have stolen, you know, Serb. I mean, we're talking high school students, people who just didn't qualify for it. Um, and again, I'm like, well, what is your job? If, if, if it's not to go after people who are cheating taxes, what are they there for? Well, I, I remember my dear elderly mummy, and now long gone, but I remember years ago, they went after her, and she never had any money, for 800 bucks. And I'm, I'm reading this headline today and thinking, they went after my poor elderly mum who followed the rules her whole life for 800 bucks, and they won't go after 15 billion? <laughs> what an what a, what a absolute disgrace. So, no, I, I just, uh, I, I, I'm amazed we Canadians uh, tolerate this kind of garbage from people that supposedly work for us because it's, it's inexcusable. And we know, I mean, we, we, they were distributing money with a fire hose. There's no question about that mm-hmm. uh, during mm-hmm. the pandemic. But, but this, this, to my way of thinking, this has to be a political decision. I don't think this is necessarily a CRA decision. You know, they wanted to get, throw all that money around to curry favor and get votes. That's what it was all about. And now they're saying we don't want to claw it back because that'll turn people against us in the next election. So I think this is a political calculation, if I had to guess. Yeah, well, you know, frankly, um, you know, when I went through the AG's report, and then you see that the CRA didn't even bother to do the basics of getting social insurance numbers. So this can't, the reason I don't think that they're bothered to do it is because they, they don't have the social insurance numbers that they would be the basics of what they should ask for uh, to chase it. And now the deadline apparently is drawing close um, as to when they can go after people. And so they'll let that clock run out. But you're right, it should go to the top. This is something that Trudeau should have to say. Well, you know, get to work because, you know, this stuff can't be allowed to stand, and yet it does. Well, but it it totally erodes any confidence in government, which it should, because if they're that incompetent that they can't go after this massive overpayment, and we know it was massive, and compared to other countries, I mean, every country did throw some money around, and it had to be done because it was such an extraordinary, you know, situation. But Canada threw much more around than others. We actually had... 
even though most of the economy wasn't working for a while there at all, we actually had national income increase. This is like an unprecedented situation in history, and that was an indication of just how much money was sloshing around, being thrown around without, like you say, any, any controls, any proper... I, I mean, it, it, it shouldn't be that difficult to do something like Look. get a, a SIN number. That, 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 no. that is not that challenging. So it's inexcusable they were so sloppy and that now they're covering themselves up in a sense by saying, oh, well, we, we don't think it's worth going after. It'll cost more to collect than, it, than we'll get. Yeah, but the other the other wrinkle here is um, they're 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 launching and threatening strike action within the next few weeks, which puts us right at tax season. So, <laughs> you know, that's a pretty um, strong negotiating tactic to say, yeah, well, we'll strike right at tax season if you don't give well, us maybe, what we want. Maybe we taxpayers should strike and not pay our taxes for a couple <laughs> years. See how that pans <laughs> well, out. That will happen. That will not happen in this country, and we have to stop being so complacent about it, we Canadians, and just. Uh, you know, let the government know how we feel, and we're eminently justified in doing so. Stay tuned. It's going to be an interesting one, but uh, we'll hear about it. Catherine, have a great weekend at, uh, at the Switch Chalet. <laughs> Thanks, Alex. You too. There you go. That is like Catherine Swift joining us. So, yeah, we'll keep an eye on that. And, again, people don't really pay attention until all of a sudden it's affecting you. And if you don't owe any money, then you'll be like, or you know, if you do owe money, you'll be like, okay, great. Um, if you don't and you're getting money back, it could be a problem. But yeah, what will Mr. Trudeau do? This is part of his base, but we don't have money to spend. And what they're asking for, like who gets a who gets a 5% raise over every year, uh, year over year? That is not realistic. Like 30% over three years? Like, no, sorry, it's not realistic.